What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is the Supernaturally Paid Podcast, where all faith-based entrepreneurs come to get everything that they need about how to thrive in business, how to not worry about money, and how to trust God more than they trust their bank account. I am your host, Raven Hopehead. Let's get into the episode. Hello, you guys. It's Raven Hoquette. Welcome back to another episode of Supernaturally Paid. So we're going to talk all about how to run a successful business today, but not just any business. How do you run a successful business as a Christian, right? This is so important to talk about because, I mean, realistically, it's just things that, you know, other people are doing that we cannot be out here doing as Christians. I remember when I first started my business and particularly when I got into the coaching world, everybody was trying to stand out, right? And you were trying to stand out because entrepreneurship wasn't very popular at that time. It was like the tail end of like the 2008 recession. And so everybody was just so excited to have jobs again. Everybody was so excited that the workplace, you know, unemployment was balancing back out and things like that. So here I come. Hey, let's fire our boss. Let's leave our job. Excuse me? No. It's like you had to really captivate people with what you were saying to get their undivided attention, right? And so I remember I was hosting this webinar. And when I was hosting a webinar, I'm like, oh, what am I going to call this webinar? I knew that I wanted to kind of go off of like Grow Rich because like at the time I thought like Thinking Grow Rich was like one of my favorite books because I would hear so many people. This is why it's so important not to be a follower <laughs> as an entrepreneur because I would hear so many people say, Oh my goodness, Thank and Grow Rich, you know, it's so good. That's my favorite book. Mind y'all, I had never read it, but I was walking around like, oh my God, it's so good. You know, that's my favorite book. Like, yes. So my webinar title, I'm like, I want to go off of that, right? So I called my webinar. I still like have the flyer to this day to remind me of how far like God has bought me. I'm not going to say the word because it's a cuss word, but I called my webinar B-I-T-C-H and Grow Rich. So literally the meaning of that was you are so frustrated and you're tired of B-I-T-C-H-ing about your money. Come over to the webinar and I'll show you how to grow rich. In my mind, I felt like everybody else is using profanity. I was using a lot of profanity at that time, you know, clearly. So I felt like everybody else is using profanity, you know, on a day-to-day basis, but nobody is really bold enough to use it in a webinar title. So if I do this, it's going to get people's attention. And guess what? It did get people's attention. But guess whose attention it got? The wrong people's, <laughs> you know, attention. So I'm really excited to talk about this because it just needs to be said that you can still be very creative. You can still be very captivating. You can still be very edgy. You can still be very solid. You can still be like very in demand, even as a Christian entrepreneur. So I'm going to give you guys these quick tips in hopes that you never feel like you got to cuss in your business to get people's attention. You never feel like you got to, you know, get on Instagram and be half naked to sell your items and, you know, things like that. So tip number one, 
probably the most obvious thing that y'all knew that was coming, right? You have to let God in on your business. You literally have to seek him above all else and ask him for instruction. Like, I don't go to God and say, God, please bless my business. God, please, please be in my business. I say, God, what are we doing with this podcast? What are we talking about? What are the pointers? God, what are we doing with this YouTube? What are we doing with this Supernaturally Paid course? What are we doing with Andy? What collection is next? What are we doing with Pay to Home Moms? I'm literally going and I'm seeking God about every single thing in my business. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how small it is. I need to know, God, what's the next step? What do you want me to do? And I know some of y'all are listening like, but Raven, how do I hear from God? How do I get to that place where I go and ask God, what do I do? And then I hear an answer or I get some type of instruction immediately. You need to make praying and fasting literally be a part of your business plan. A lot of people only fast when people are doing it as a group. It's like, oh, Raven hosting a fast again. Oh, Tatum and Blessing Boss Up is hosting a fast again. Oh, this person is hosting a fast again. God wants you to know that every fast that you do does not just have to be because somebody else is leading it. Sometimes God wants, not sometimes, all the time, God wants you to be after his heart literally on your own and not just because somebody else is leading you there. So you need to make prayer and fasting be something that's essential in your business plan and not just essential like, oh, let me go do this because my money looking a little low. Let me go and do this because I got this event coming up and times is hard and you know the hotel want me to cut them a check. But really making this be a part of your business often. Like I used to fast for my business once a week. Now it's something that I do monthly and I don't play about it. I turn down my plate during that time. Like I'm every bit of serious about really seeking God for my business. And y'all know I love the scripture Jeremiah 33 and 3. See, as entrepreneurs, we love to talk about Jeremiah 29, 11. But why y'all don't keep going and go and get to 33 where it says, if you seek me, if you ask me, I will tell you unsearchable things that you do not know. God does not want you just out here being like, okay, God said he got a plan for me. Boom, we gonna rock out. God is so good that he will actually tell you details about the plan. God is so good that he'll actually give you instruction. God is so good that if you go to him and you seek him, he'll actually line you up with the people. I remember probably about six months ago, I knew that it was time to dramatically expand my team because I knew that God was calling me to do more things when it came to like media. I knew that God was calling me to just be able to spend even more time with my family. And so what I did was I wrote down, I wrote a note in my iPhone and all I wrote at the top of the note was needs. And I sat there, I got got quiet. I started praying and I would fast, you know, weekly. And every time, every week when God would give me new things that I needed, I would add those things to the list. And at the time, God told me I needed a podcast team. He told me I needed a YouTube team. He told me I needed an automations team. He literally broke down every single thing that I needed. And now I have all of those things in place. I wasn't out here scrambling who I'm a hire and wasting money hiring people and hiring things in my business that I didn't necessarily need because I went directly to the source. And I said, God, you know where you're taking this business. You know what's next. You know we need to be focused on. What are we doing? Who am I hiring? Who are the people? And when I tell y'all, business has gotten so much easier for me because I've literally just let God do the hiring for me. I've literally let God do the list for me with what I need and not worry about Well, so-and-so said that she's investing a lot of money on her CFO or she's investing in this, she's investing in that. I go and I ask God, what are we investing in right now? 
That doesn't mean that some of those things he's not going to want me to invest in a little bit later. But right now at the moment, he might want me putting my money into something else. So I go to him and I go to him about everything. I ask him what I need. I ask him who to hire. I ask him who to fire, you know, if that need be. I ask him, what am I talking about on my podcast? What am I talking about on this YouTube channel? I ask him when it's time to go a little bit harder on one business than it is on another one, because being that I'm a serial entrepreneur, you know, I have multiple businesses. I ask him, when is it the right opportunity to take on a client? And you know, when is it not? Prime example of this, I remember when God told me in 2019 that he wanted me to stop doing one-on-one coaching. It was hard for me and it was hard because my one-on-one coaching business was paying me and it was paying me very well. See, we talk about trusting God more than your bank account when your bank account don't look good. But what about trusting God more than your bank account when your bank account looks great and God says, shut it down. And all your friends are like, shut what down? (laughs) What's going on? What you mean? So my friends were like, you want to shut down this? You're going to shut down this business that's bringing in all this income. You're going to shut down this business that you grew this brand around. Everybody knows you as the pink slip girl. Everybody knows you as the fire your boss girl. You're literally going to walk away from all of this. But it's amazing how quote unquote all of this can look like it's all of nothing when you're talking about following God and being obedient to his instruction. God is the all of this. God is the everything, not my business. Business, not my bank account. God is who I'm focused on listening to all the time. And so for me, it was tough, you know, to walk away from that. But it was also tempting because even when I walked away, my phone didn't stop ringing. It was people still saying, you sure you don't want to go back? You sure that you don't feel led to work with me? Are you sure? You know, God told me that you were my person. He didn't tell you that because if he told you that he would have told me, right? Okay. So really put my foot down, you know, and that's the thing about running a successful business is that it's going to be times where you'll get tested. And sometimes it's the enemy testing you, but also sometimes, It's God that's testing you. But let me tell y'all how God rewarded me so hard for being not just obedient to him, but being obedient to him quickly. What I thought was such big paydays that I was seeing in one month from my coaching business God started showing me that in an hour. God started showing me that in a day. When you are listening to him, when you are seeking his instruction, that is literally how you can run the most successful business ever as a Christian entrepreneur. So tip number two. This episode is brought to you by the God Pays Me Masterclass. Y'all, this masterclass is everything that faith-based entrepreneurs need that have been struggling with worrying about money and overcoming the spirit of poverty. All you have to do is go to the show notes and hit that link and download it and it will be sent to you instantly. You gotta be consistent when the call is heavy. Now, let me just tell y'all, like, I'm going to try my best just not to get emotional because sis don't want to mess up the sound and all that. But y'all, like, I think a lot of times on the outside looking in, people think that it's easy. People think that it's easy to jump up and speak about things that you know people don't want you to speak about. You know, you know people don't want you to call things that they enjoy witchcraft. You know, you know that people don't really want you to say that you're not doing one-on-one coaching anymore, even though they've known about you since you first started, but they slept on you. And now all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 
come back, come back. I'm sorry. Like, I'm really going to sign up this time. Like, people don't want to hear those things. And that's when the call can get really heavy because you got to believe God got me regardless of what people are saying in front of you. The call gets heavy when God tells you to have an event and he tells you to sign a contract for an astronomical number and you look at your bank account and you don't even have half of that. The call gets heavy when you have an event and God wants you to turn up for these people and you think it's going to be 500 people there and it's 10 there. That's when the call is heavy. The call gets heavy when you're doing so much putting out and investing and investing and investing in your business, but you don't see the fruit just yet. The call gets very heavy when God tells you, you can't work with this person, but all these years they've been your absolute dream client to work with. The call gets heavy when the Holy Spirit convicts you when you're in a meeting and he literally tells you to get up and walk out because the enemy is trying to set a trap for you in this meeting. That's when the call is heavy. The call is heavy when you got to make decisions that can't nobody understand but you because God only spoke to you and told you to basically make this decision. You have to be consistent even when the call is heavy. You have to stand on Proverbs 3 and 5 where it tells us not to lean on our own understanding. One of the things that I always remind myself about daily when it comes to God is that literally nothing surprises God. Nothing. He knows the beginning of everything. He knows the end of everything. He knows the middle of everything. God knows every single thing that's going to happen. So I want to tell y'all that God is going to give you beauty for every single ash that you've experienced in your entrepreneur journey. You cannot run out on your calling because you think that it's supposed to be glamorous all the time. There's been times that God has told me to lay hands on people that I don't want to touch. There's been times that God has told me to have an event in a city that I absolutely hate. There's been times that God has told me to spend more on an event than I wanted to spend. There's been times that God has told me to start a business that I didn't want to start. There's been times that God has told me to close the business that I didn't want to close. There's been times where God has told me to terminate a contract that I was excited about. There's been times that God has told me not to hire a person that I thought I desperately wanted to work with. You have to listen to him and be consistent even when it feels like your call is heavy and when it feels like your call is tough. When I tell y'all God is always going to make sense of it, we cannot get so caught up as entrepreneurs in trying to always figure out why this is happening. I had to stop myself from asking, oh my goodness, what's going on? No, stop asking why this is happening and ask God, God, I don't know what you're trying to show me with this. I don't know what you're doing, but God, I thank you because this situation is turning me into more of a warrior. This situation is turning me more into a worshiper. Every time the call got heavy, I started worshiping more. Every time the call got heavy, I started praising more. Every time the call got heavy, I started getting deeper into my word. How can I be mad about something that's getting me even more on fire for God? So you got to thank God and be consistent even for the times that it feels like the call seems like it's a little bit heavy. Last but not least, you absolutely have to be a good steward over the money that God has given you. It does not matter how big. It does not matter how small. I know a lot of times we tend to think that if we're in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship and we're not making a lot of money, well, God can't possibly want me to tithe because I don't really have no money. Well, I didn't see that in the word of God. I don't see where it says 
You know, if you're not making a lot, then just don't even worry about it. I remember that one scripture. I can't think of the one of these off the top of my head when everybody was giving and Jesus said, this lady is going to be blessed because she's the one that really doesn't have it. And she's the one that gave her last. God is looking at all of that, honey. And you better believe if you ain't being faithful over few, don't be out here wondering why your harvest is taking a long time. Don't be out here wondering why your multi-million dollar payday is taking a long time and you're not being a good steward over the money that God has given you. Now, I want to let y'all know that being a good steward over the money that God has given you does not just mean you're tithing. It also means how you're spending your money. It also means how you're investing your money. Investing is biblical. A lot of people don't want to talk about that, but in Investing is basically biblical. It also means that, you know, you don't want to be the person that's out here lending money to just any and everybody. This is God's money. When you really start understanding that it is God's money and you're doing what he wants you to do with that money, God will actually give you more. Now, I'm not one of those people that believe that money is the end-all be-all when it comes to how you define a successful business, but let's keep it a thousand. Like the ultimate goal of any business, you should want to have a profit. That's what in business standards is deemed to be a successful business is how profitable you are. Also, given that the Bible tells us so many different things about wealth and money and stuff like that. God wants our businesses to be successful. God wants us to do well from our businesses. But what I know is that God don't do no mess. You know, I used to think at like 23, 24, when I had made my first six figures, like y'all couldn't tell me nothing. I went and like, I bought like a Benz. I remember when I had bought a Benz, like I was like the first person that I knew that had a Benz at the time. Like I went to the dealership like super confidently. Like I can remember like riding around and just being like so hyped, like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm this age and I have a Benz. Like what? Like mind you, I'm not out here giving God the credit for nothing. I'm talking about, yes, I did this and this is how I became successful and everything was I, 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 but I also was out here being reckless with the money that, you know, God was blessing me with. And so when I hear stories of people and they say things like, oh, I became a millionaire at 21. Oh, I became a millionaire, you know, at 18. I became a millionaire at 25. I always say, God bless you, sis. God bless you, bro. Because baby, God knows if God would have gave me that million, honey, at 25, I would have been an absolute wreck, honey. Like that money would have destroyed me if God would have given me a million dollars. Because humility, what is that? At 25, did I even know how to spell humility, baby? I'm not about to sit up here and be humble when I'm out here balling. I'm about to be in the club making it rain. I'm about to be splurging on things that I don't need to be spending. You know, I'm about to be probably having having the wrong friends and all kind of things. So I'm just so grateful that God has done things for me in the time that he's done those things for me. And I know I said I was going to give y'all three tips, but I feel like this is just my little quick like bonus tip to running a successful business is that you got to be thankful always. You got to be thankful and you have to never compare yourself to other people. That used to be something that was a big struggle for me. I was just in this whole like comparison trap of like, well, this person, you know, has this, but I've been an entrepreneur 
entrepreneur longer than them, or I'm in a more, you know, profitable industry than them. You know, why they got this? You don't know what's going on behind the scenes with them people. You don't know who they out here worshiping to get the things that they got. But on another note, you also don't know how hard they've worked for this. You don't know how hard they believe for this. You don't know how hard they've prayed and fasted for this. So I've learned that my business has been so much more successful when I'm focusing on what's in front of me and not focusing on what the person is doing next to me. What I know is that God provides a plate for all of his children. But if you're so busy counting what's on somebody else's plate, what's on your plate is going to get cold. You're going to miss out on what's on your plate if you're looking at what's on somebody else's plate. So for me, those are my biggest tips for how to be successful as a Christian entrepreneur. Last but not least, like I said, I'm like way past three, but you have to stay solid when it comes to standing on the word of God. Don't be this person that's out here talking about, I'm a Christian entrepreneur because it's popular now. No, God wants you to keep that same energy off of social media. He do not want you out here just getting on Instagram, putting a scripture in your bio, posting little cute praise and worship graphics, you know, on your Instagram, but behind the scenes, you don't never spend no time with him. Behind the scenes, you don't never let him in, you know, on your business. Behind the scenes, you don't know what scripture, you know, to stand on when it comes to your business. You have to stand solid and stand firm on the word of God if you truly want to thrive as a Christian entrepreneur. That's all I got for y'all in this episode. I hope that y'all enjoyed it as much as I enjoy sharing all of this info. So I know it's so many of you guys listening to this and you might already be an entrepreneur. You might want to be an entrepreneur. So I have something for you guys and it is F-R-E-E, completely free. My masterclass called the God Pays Me Masterclass. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, you need to download this. And honey, you need to put it on rotation and put it on repeat because I'm going to talk about nine different money moves that faith-based entrepreneurs should be making. I'm going to talk about how I keep the faith when it comes to my business. I'm going to be sharing some tips about just what my routine looks like every day to stay successful as a Christian entrepreneur and keep God first. And I'm excited to share that with you guys and just bless y'all with that information. So don't forget to click on the link link inside of the show notes and head to get that masterclass. I don't want y'all to wait though, because it's free right now, but it's free for a limited time only. So hurry up and click that link so that you don't miss out on the goods that that class has to offer. So that's all I got for you guys on this episode of Supernaturally Paid. Thank y'all so much for rocking out with me and tuning into another episode. Do not forget to subscribe. Y'all know that I'm always going to be bringing it to y'all. Honestly, I'm always going to be backing it up with the word of God. So don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to tell your friends about our podcast as well. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Supernaturally Paid. Do not forget to subscribe. We don't want y'all to miss out on any amazing content that we have to offer. And also don't forget to hit the link in the show notes so that you can get your free God Pays Me Masterclass. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.